0: Whoa! I'm back, people. Hey, hate to sound all chipper and shit because a lot of these topics aren't. But honestly, this ain't coming from an incel place, as the deflectors would uh, claim or anything like that. But uh, I'm here for what's gonna be a regular, regular scheduled episode. But uh, it's gonna be a little bit shorter, and the closing segment I'm just kind of, kind of split ball, random. But this one. As good as, mood I'm, I'm, as I'm in, as good of a mood that I'm in right now, this topic's kind of sad for me because, you know, MGTOW, red pill belief system and all, understanding women's nature and all. There's something in this, in this game that saddens me as far as nature and all that other shit. And that's what the topic of this episode is going to be. Uh, this is going to be, basically, I'm going to cover or talk about is hypergamy halting women's growth? Like, I wanted to have a serious conversation about that because I almost, you know, as a father of a daughter and a sister and female, you know, nieces, female relatives, aunts, mom, all that shit, like everybody else, right? And I see, you know, old my, particularly my older relatives in their old age and all single, like I'm one of the few people that maintain an LTR in my immediate family, or immediate and distant family, as far as I can see. It's just so much dysfunction. And I know a lot of that is indicative and in, of the of black culture, which it is what it, that is what that is, but we have to have a serious thought at that these young women aren't being nurtured properly. And now, that is not, you know unfortunately, we have to also call up both sides. But You know, there are going to be guys that are going to be relegated to not, you know, to the, whatever you want to call them. Oh, losers, incels, undateables, ugly, unattractive men. There's going to be guys in those categories regardless of how much money they make. Now granted, there are some, you know, there's some successful men that aren't physically what women like that I think, you know, ladies should give a fucking shot. That's, that's definitely something that people would, I guess, would recommend, but what the main thing we I'm talking about with their growth being almost hunted or stunted or you know progression that has been slowed is that they're running around in an eternal adolescence, as I've covered before. They literally let me turn off the car real quick. They literally, you know, are ambitious and outgoing, and you know to a certain point they get to an age where where genetically you know it is i guess what you would call maturing or maturation but they don't go beyond that there's no growth because of i think parenting society you know men we don't challenge women and It's sad because I see a lot of young girls who have all this potential and they want to do great things. Now, I think there's a balance in between that. Now, the Red Pill, excuse my stuttering, but the Red Pill community will hold this viewpoint that You know, repeal the 19th and get women back in the home. You know, take away their jobs and their rights and all that shit. And I don't know if I'm 100% with that. I fall on this. Like, I think there's got to be some type of way where we can help women balance it. And what is going on now is not helping young women. Young women. I mean, the consensus from the red pill community, I think, is a bit true. They should maximize on their prime, since their 20s is consisted of, you know, chasing boys essentially. Why not not maximize on that? Get married, have your children. Because whether people want to fucking admit it or not, admit it or not, for some reason, especially young women and young men, they don't look at their 20s as, you know, prime prime real estate, as I would call age real estate or anything like that. But, But they don't look at that as prime time to settle the fuck down. Because, you know, YOLO and live your life. And I'm like, I don't know. Men, too, but a lot of guys, they do try to, they do overextend themselves, too, just like women are trying to overextend the cock carousel way past the fucking point of no return. Young guys, and I'm really not talking about men, because I think a lot of those dudes kind of accept their fate, but for some reason, women get to, you know, 35, 40 after all the dating, still acting like they're in their 20s, and they don't want to act shocked, and they, I think that's where a lot of feminism comes from, that, oh my god, all these men care about these young women, oh my god. We're all the good men. You got old, ma'am. And what's saddest about that is, some of these chicks don't even pour it into their careers. Cause I can see, you know, a career woman who don't didn't have children and all that, and that's an issue in and of itself. So, basically, what I mean by stunted growth is, if you are dating and sucking dick and fucking, do you, whatever. If you, obviously, people with options are going to exercise their options. Regardless, no if ands, or buts. Okay, that's just the world we live in. But my thing is, why not, like, as the Midtown and the Red Pill guys say, if you want the chads, you know, you may need to date down on the physical appearance scale. Because I think there's a bit of a scale, like, sometimes, where... Somebody who may be ultra, ultra successful may not be as, ma- you know, may not be the max attractiveness that you, you know what I'm saying? No dude should marry the max of, you know, the maximally, or what is the word? I'm sounding I'm retarded in this podcast. I apologize. Okay. No dude should max out on the physical appearance of his girl. He should kind of, you know, have a little bit of balance there. And I think men know that men know that if you want, uh, you know, long-term relationships and marriages, The chicks need to be between a five and a half and a seven. Any chick over that, you know, those eights and nines and tens, they're, I don't know. Again, I've probably only had experience with a couple of, maybe one ten in my life, if I'm lucky, to even consider the chick that was, I mess around with, yeah, yeah, she could, for dudes who like black women, this chick was a ten, I had a Latina, for you guys who like Latina women, this chick's probably eight and a half, give her a nine with the accent. Um, the, back in the day, which is neither here nor there, but those, those women weren't lifeable. I mean, hell, the black chick was in a fucking relationship with her baby daddy. Who was I to fucked it up? I mean, I wasn't gonna say no to pussy, unfortunately, as a grimy motherfucker, you know, is that, if that's something I could take back, I would because, you know, people, particularly a black couple that has a child and stays together I shouldn't have been nowhere near that, but at the end of the day, if she wasn't going to get dick from me, she was going to get dick from somebody else, so I don't know. Hopefully, whatever the fuck was going on between them, she got her little cock carousel on the side, and they end up working it out. I mean, you could even do that. Let's say millennials and Gen Z, the whole commitment thing is out of the question, so why not get in these, you know, I guess cohabitate, not be exclusive. Know that you guys are the ones for each other. Commit on that level. Do your cock carouseling and the guys can do their bunker bustering on the side. Ladies, take it easy, though, on that. Don't, you know, don't go sleeping with 800 guys just because you have a, you know what I'm saying? That's such a weird dynamic. But with that generation, those two generations, it's like, what what else are they going to do? Because they're clearly not fucking doing things that lead to happiness at the end of the road. And what I mean by that is just like... What what the Red Pill community is saying, ladies, find your guys early on, settle down, you know, try to get your dick in and get the dick, get dick down from 18 to like 22 and then try and settle down. And then, you know, have a couple, have your one or two kids or whatever you want, three kids in your 20s. Just go back to back because they'll all be close in age anyway. And then in your 30s, you can get back on your career, especially if you're, you're a college graduate. There's nothing that says you left. The fucking, you know, you got your degree, you either worked from home, because now there's a lot of opportunities with the internet and everything to work from home whatever the case may be as far as your career goes and to go back in your 30s. Now granted, you won't be as far along as, you know, Cruella DeVille type bitch who stayed single and literally busted her ass on her career and her career only for a decade, two decades. You know, she got to 40, but then the bitch wants to be like, well, I've maxed out on my professional life, so I need to max out on the guy. And I'm like, as a 40-year-old, you know, whatever the hell she is, executive or lawyer, whatever the fuck successful women are doing, 40-year-old um, CEOs or 40-year-old men at her level are going to be fucking 20-year-old women, especially if they're in shape. So that's why I feel that, they're, you know, a lot of young women's growth is stunted almost. It's like... It's like you're lifting at an early age, and certain children shouldn't lift. Granted, they say that that'll stunt your growth. I don't know if that's all the way true, but I know smoking as a fucking teenager will fuck with your health and your endocrine system. So I think that's one of the things. I'm not saying go get dick. I'm not saying date down. Women, it's a fine line between that. You know, like it's like, you don't have to date down, but goddamn, some of you bitches are fives, and you want nines. You know what I'm saying? It's clear. Everybody knows where the fuck they fall in life. For some reason, women don't live in this fantasy world where they don't know. You know, and it's not an insult. Like I tell you all, I I admit it, every fucking podcast, at best, I'm a five and a half. I could be a six if I dropped some weight and, you know, put on some more muscle. I might be able to boost myself to a seven, you know, lose weight, put on muscle dressed a little bit nice, you know what I'm saying? If I really dressed to the nines, kept my hair cut on, on on fleek, I can probably get myself two points and be in the sevens range, seven range, which ain't bad. It, average dudes can work themselves up to a little bit above average. Average women can do that too. But women don't do the whole growth thing as far as that goes. A lot of women are like, I'm a fucking six, so I need to get men that are nines. And they live, you know what I'm saying? And uh, with, with the abundance mentality that women have and the scarcity mindset that men have, that's often how dating works. Male nines have to fucking date sixes and sevens just to get, like, regular commitment because hypergamy. And that brings us back around to the title. And again, as I continue... I'm not trying to sit here and insult people for having instincts. I mean, it'd be, it'd be the equivalent if I sat around talking shit about dogs for peeing on specific bushes in specific locations, or if I got mad at lions for hunting gazelles. It's what they do. But where I feel, you know, if you got instinct plus society plus dating market, because I think the dating market and in society inflates. Bullshit within people, and it makes them overrate themselves, and they've been oversold their own bullshit. Uh, particularly in the black community, you see this—they've been oversold themselves, so now they feel that they look around and they're like, "I'm not wealthy." Wait, well, this is white people's fault. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? It's that shit, that victim shit. And I think with women, what's really sad is it's like you—you you can see where on one hand they were like. ambitious and you know what I'm saying, had drive and determination to hypergamy just takes over their lives after like puberty. And it's like, boys, 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 boys. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm going to have to fucking deal with that when my daughter gets, you know, of that age, but it's like you, they lose sight of everything else because it's all about that. Fuck their fucking hypergamy. And that, that shit's sad. And it's not just the hypergamy that's the issue, as much as like, society has a big factor in it. Society is like, society, feminism, you know, all the fucking shit that's out there to, you know, program people and alter the way people think and alter the way people act is kind of, you know, cultural Marxism, if you will. I hate to fucking blame that on everything, because when, whenever you hear people talk about cultural Marxism, it's mostly white dudes trying to blame interracial relationships on the fact that they're a fucking incel, when they're a fucking loser, and you're no different than the pro-black victims who want to blame everybody for their fucking problems. Adults aren't victims, especially in today's day and age, in today's society. People got to get out of this victim shit. Seriously. And you know what? I'm not going to argue that point because I I, I I don't beat that drum anymore with the black community. As I've said on previous episodes, I'm out. Um, I'm not saying I'm not black anymore or anything like that, but I'm just like, I'm out. You guys have, they have, there's this literally, literal, like monolithic thought fucking hive mind thing where we have to all rally behind every democrat cause and i'm out dude i'm and it's there's nothing wrong with being a liberal be liberal if you're gonna be fucking liberal but this condescending shit this fucking you don't think like me so you're an enemy type shit like fuck you and you know conservatives conservatards as i call them or alt-right nut sack lickers they do that same shit but i'm not here to talk about them back on what i was talking about the main episode of this hypergamy seems to be the thing that like guides women from about 14 to 40 years old at some point you know they they age and they have to wake up and society is gonna you know abandon them almost which is kind of sad because society is the one that's like pro-women women women this women that women this and older women just get abandoned and that's why they have this feminism thing they want to alter you know the dating market and it's working, because simp-ass black men, sadly, and simp-ass white dude feminist cuck-type motherfuckers, but what are they really altering? You're convincing low-quality, low-value men to lean your direction, but you're not getting the dudes you want. You're not getting the, the, the... What's that dude's name? The 50 Chains of Grey guy. You're not getting Christian Grey, or whatever the fuck his name is, to... Do the whole old oh, fat after your beauty standards? I want to test holiday. No, that chick's gonna eat herself into an early grave. Um, and I say that as a person who's overweight, my damn self. And like I said, I, I'm, you know, 30 pounds away from being, you know, a whole nother point up in the uh, sexual marketplace, which is my own cross to bear. I'm gonna deal with that. I'm working on it. i actually lost a few, like a pound or two this week. Uh, it's slow as fuck but oh my God, I, most of the guys will tell you who's actually who've lost weight it's gonna take me probably till 2020 to get where i want to go as long as i work on it consistently and i stay with it you know 30 pounds 30 40 pounds of fat and just muscle hopefully i won't, I won't gain weight you know lifting heavy i can just convert what i got to muscle but to the here nor there Women abandon a lot of the things that they you know they wanna do and they drift into careers. They may even like drift into being a secretary off of hypergamy, not because they wanna be there. And I think that's what alters women's happiness. The inability to settle down they they're just this never ending you know hopscotch floating thing they do with their hypergamy where it's like I have to level up and I have to continuously level up in life and if not you know I'm not living that Beyonce lifestyle and they're running around doing this whole feminism thing and I'm like Beyonce's been married for over a decade she's got children with one man she settled down in her prime what the fuck are you bitches talking about and again I'm not hating on women if y'all gonna if that's what you want to do I mean, do you? But seriously, you know, I guess to close out the main topic to before I cross over to the closing part is. um, just Don't let like like I tell guys with their sex drives like. Well, OK, everybody, men. You seriously gotta get your sex drive under control. This is ridiculous. Some of you niggas out here got more kids than fucking, like, the Lakers got basketball players. Like, I get it. You can get pussy. You're good at getting pussy. You like hitting it raw. But go get a vasectomy, my nigga. You don't need any more kids after, like, two or three. Besides, you know, that's what's fucked up about our society. We have this fucking welfare state, and we're incentivizing dustiness. We're incentivizing you know, low-quality, dusty motherfuckers to reproduce, but motherfucking, like, successful bitches with masters degrees and shit, like, oh, I'm chasing this dream and this goal, so I can't have kids, so it's like, this is double-edged sword to where, even on a global scale, the third world's birth rate is outrageous, but people in, like, Dubai, they actually have a shit birth rate that's going down. I'm not going to talk about just, like, this is the city of Dubai, not the Arab world. The Arab world actually, actually has a pretty big birth rate, but you know, if you break that down, those are the Arabs living in the underneath the welfare state of the Western of the Western society, i.e., in Europe and shit like that. They got a birth rate of eight and shit like that because of fucking welfare. The welfare state is having the scum and the dregs of societies reproduce, and I and Black people get mad at me, but I'm like American. Black people would be significantly better off if they were just cut the fuck off by the government, like seriously just cut off, and a lot of people are gonna die, and a a lot of hard lessons are gonna get learned in that, but at some point, only the best of the best would be reproducing, which is what the fucking, you know, Darwinian, Darwinian, I guess, population, populism, or whatever you want to call it, calls for. It doesn't call for Shaniqua with the IQ of 12 to fucking have six kids. It calls for that sister with the fucking business suit on walking down Wall Street to fucking make her a bunch of babies. But it it can't. Like our, we need to re. Uh, honestly like one thing I'll give liberals is you're right. Maybe maybe our structure, our our society could do with a restructuring. But can you not give credit where credit is due? We're the first, you know, multicultural society that's somewhat successful because it really is america is a very successful place whether you liberals want to admit it or not so let's give credit there let's be happy we, we are where we are and if you want to look at stuff like restructuring the work week restructuring how labor is done in america restructuring how everything like that is done to where people can don't have to live at work and, and they you don't have to spend a third of their life at work and they can make families and reproduce people for society because at the end of the day you need sustainable birth rates you need people to reproduce more people so you can have more people to pay taxes down the road but society has to regenerate itself you can't just import in welfare welfare recipients and expect that that's going to cover you because eventually it's just going to go all dry out like venezuela i hate to use that as the, the stick but that's the that's the place we're going maybe the west will or maybe the west won't collapse but it can't sustain itself in its current its current state. So you all tell me. All right, this is gonna be like a, at best a two minute, two and a half minute closing segment. But for just to close out, I and mean, again, this isn't this wasn't a ter- terribly long episode, and it was actually pretty choppy as far as me making verbal mistakes and shit like that, but. I'm just gonna put this up as is i'm not a pro youtuber uh, hopefully the subject matter is what's considered and not you know other bullshit like people on facebook will see somebody make a great point and they may have misspelled a word like my my phone often spell checks my shit wrong because i've written words in like slang so when i put the word that it fucking spell checks it to d-a-t instead of t-h-a-t which is neither here nor there and then the fucking Grammar Nazis who are ignorant and their IQ is low, so they can't interpret some a great point that somebody may be making, or they they they're they're so they have no depth to their spirit and who they are as a person, so they don't they can't interpret a, a deep point. They just oh ooh, they they they're so they operate on a very low vibration, so they look at stupid shit like when oh, you spell the word wrong. Oh look at this, it's so stupid. You're stupid. Somebody could be talking about like voting rights or something like that like like people, like this stupid shit where male Democrats are supposed to stay home to help the female vote mean more you're hurting the Democratic Party even though most women are going to vote Democrat anyway they're already going to vote Democrat the female vote, it's it's gone don't worry about where it's going to go whether or not male Democrats vote that low vibrational shit right there shit like that, but anyway this closing segment I just wanted to cover having a peace of mind. Now, just shortly, I'm just going to cover this over like a minute or two, but what I'm stabbing at with peace of mind is don't spend your life chasing other people's goals I sadly am one of those people man I, I woke up at 30 something and I was like okay I've lived my life for others and you know what What do I want I, I have to sit here and ask myself at fucking 30 I'm, I'm gonna be 33 soon and I'm sitting here like, what the fuck do I want with my life? What do I want to do? What are my goals? What are my aspirations? I've always lived other people's lives. As, a, as you know, here's the thing. Here's some hard truths. As a single, as a young black kid who grew up in a black single mother home, I was pushed into sports. Now, do I like sports? Do I have fun? Yeah. But I mean, I wasn't really passionate over it. I wasn't as passionate as I should have been. I didn't aim for it as hard as I should have. And a lot of that is just because I come from you know, a victim culture. Now, that's not to insult a single mother household or my own mom, but it's a victim culture. I never, first of all, never appreciated shit. I always was bitter. I always wanted more. I I had the mind state of a woman. I still do. I try to fight that every fucking day, but have a peace of mind. Women and men, everybody is going to tell you which, you know, what way to go, where to go when to do it, how to do it, when to see it. But what do you want? What do you want for your own life? That's why I'm so apprehensive. And this is why maybe other people may be apprehensive with kids. Because when you have kids, your life is about them. And I'm at this point where I'm like, I'm in my 30s. There's, even if it's petty. Like, here's the thing. maybe what What's on my mind is petty. I want to travel. I want to go to wrestling shows. I.E. Uh progress in England or you know indie shows progress ref pro in in England uh evolving in America and Japan all Japan and new Japan in Japan obviously I want to go see shit like that I want to go to Australia I want to travel I want to go to Africa and that's what I want to do and having kids. is going to alter that severely. Now, a lot of people, they, oh, you can just go do it at the end of your life. I want to do it now. I want to do it when I don't have Alzheimer's. I want to do it when my knees aren't real fucked up, where I can't climb a mountain. When we go to the Brazil or something, and when I go to Brazil, I'm going to Brazil at some point in my life. You know what I'm saying? Now that may be petty, but if there's something in your heart that you want to do, that you want to, you know, when you look back on your life, that's what I'm looking Even as something I'm in my 30s, I'm like, when you want to look back and you're like, that's what I wanted to do, I did that I'm at peace peace of mind so I mean that was my story, that's what I want but ask yourself what you want don't do what others aim, try to use you as a weapon and aim you toward, because often women and men our parents, you use us as some type of utility, we were supposed to make up for their mistakes, but fuck them uh, no disrespect but you let them let their legacy be that they raised you to you know health at 18 that has nothing to do with your goals your dreams and your aspirations of life but anyway i'm not going to beat that drum forever just find your own individual peace of mind seek it out and go after it Real quick, just go to my uh, vlog or blog, uh, uh, The Mind of Flex at WordPress. For I got a couple, I actually just put up an article about dinner dates. So you all want to go check that out. And go check out my Facebook page at The Mind of Flex 88 for, you know, my trolley, mimi shit, and all that good stuff. Well, that'll be it for this whole episode. It wasn't very long and it was a bit messy, but I tried to get out what I had to get out. I'm out. Y'all have a good one.